Welcome back to uh, what are we? Tribe Black is that who we are these days? Yeah. Episode oh, four. Go got three broke niggas. Right. <laughs> we appreciate y'all joining <laughs> us once again. We got Black Spider Man. We got C Note, and it's just really look nice kicking this up this episode off real nice. Uh, we're going to be discussing today the political process and the upcoming election. So it's gonna be real political. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to start the introduction off because somebody got a lot going on over there. Oh, that's me and my yak. <laughs> oh well, let me know when you get your yak and I'll redo the introduction. Oh, I'm ready. Hold on, now I got a light. <laughs> Hold on, let me do a line of coke real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas always got to be extra. <laughs> Just know I ain't going to edit this out. <laughs> that was the introduction. <laughs> and I want all the listeners to know that um, Jordan be doing booger sugar. <laughs> he be on the dirty bag. That On the dirty bag. He Jordan is with, with a... What Mathis would like to call a crackhead. Uh, <laughs> and you know you was a crackhead. You and your crackhead kids don't <laughs> miss Wenda out there crack bins. Now, my favorite is from, um, uh, what's it called? What's the Spike Lee movie? Uh, Jungle Fever, where Sam Jackson's huh. like, you go home and you tell mama. Her older son's a crackhead. Right. Oh no, nah, my favorite one is "Lean on Me." When um Morgan Freeman, you smoke crack, man. You smoke crack, crack dog. <laughs> Best one. <laughs> Go ahead and jump. You're killing yourself anyway. <laughs> Don't fuck around with it. Do it expeditiously. Expeditiously. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that movie so much, man. It was a fucking classic, right? Always. My dad made me watch that one year when I was like making bad grades. He was like, "This is how you gonna end up." You're gonna be like fucking uh, Smalls out here on crack, right? In the <laughs> right. <laughs> You're gonna crack on the goddamn roof of the school. <laughs> in a bathroom quartet fairy <laughs> I was waiting for it right <laughs> just so y'all know listeners I'm definitely not editing this shit out this is what y'all come for the, the random exactly, the real the just wrong so y'all know right I'm, yeah I'm personally um Recording outside, so y'all gonna hear some cars drive by. You might hear a dog or two because these dogs roam our neighborhood like a gang thinking they scare somebody, but that's neither here nor there. Yep. So I got my cigar. Uh, Jordan got his crack. Uh, Corey got his, uh, his, his, uh, yeah. And we yeah, I got the yeah. So you I'm know, sipping out a white cup today, styrofoam cup style. 
No lean. The, the miles in them yet? Like, like Uncle Shay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the miles. The miles. The hen dog. The hen dog. Oh, yeah. You already know this is what this is. This is a hen dog. The pure white. Oh, nigga, Not the white fancy. girl. You fancy. Oh, yeah. See, I got to connect. You're white. Somebody else you got to connect. Oh, you're a fancy motherfucker, ain't <laughs> Oh, yeah. Most definitely. As I put my Shit. pinky out. But to be real, you're going to need a drink to talk about this year upcoming election. Oh, right. yeah. This shit's going to be a shit. I feel like it's going to be a shit show. There's so many Democrats running. Yeah, every day it's a new nigga. I'm like, how many people is it? I think that was like right. 22 people that decided that they're going to run. Right, yeah. yeah it's like today is 22. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. We all got to Oh, um, got to do to try and take out Thanos. Oh yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I'm really not concerned with Trump in the office because it's been a shit show since he got in there. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing really happening, so to speak. All it is is just it's scandal after scandal. So yeah. there's nothing political really happening, if you ask me, with him in office. Yeah, yeah, nothing political. Um, honestly, he hasn't really had too many success stories that he can actually brag about throughout his president um, presidency. So it's like really nothing that he can hang his coat on. Yeah. No, he hanging his coat on other people's work. Yeah, definitely. Oh, oh of course. Now, he's making everyone else do the work for him. All right. All right. Yeah, he's like a bad supervisor. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, my God. But we're going to be fine, everyone. Fine. <laughs> Shit. All right. So, we have, let's see, who's running for president in 2020? We have, I think this, this list, I don't know if this list is updated. As of right now, this list is only showing 21 Democrats, two Republicans. On the Democrat side, we have Bennett, Biden, Booker, Booty, I don't know, Castro. What's his name? Booty gig, something like that? They call him Mayor Pete. Yeah, we're going to call him Mayor Pete. Okay. Uh, Gilbrand Harris, Hilkin Looper. Nah, he can't run with that name. Uh, President Hickle. Nah. Um, Inslee, Club Blocker. I don't know. I'm fucking up their names like they be fucking up my name. Um, Nessa <laughs> Moulton, O'Burke, Ryan Sanders, Swalwell, Warren Williamson, Gang, and then for the Republicans, we have Trump and Weld. When is this dated? I can't it has to be before today. It has to be. Because we're now at 22 Democratic um, potentials. He's a senator. I can't remember his name right now. I see his face. I can't remember his name. Uh, give me one second. I'm about to see if I can pull it up. One day, y'all, we're going to be like mad prepared when we record. Today's not that day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Michael Bennett. Yes. All right. So, who y'all money on? 
I don't know. I think it's going to be Harris, Warren, or Biden. As far as who you're looking at? Oh, I thought you meant as far as like who's who's going to be the nominee against Trump. No, 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 no. Who you have money on? Um, right now, it's between Booker and Warren. I just, I like them. And, and I don't know, something about Elizabeth Warren, she's just really likable. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I like a lot of what Corey wants to do and what, and what he has been doing. Um, and also, I think the different, the thing that's different about this election cycle versus years past is a lot of the senators that, that are running we are familiar with like prior to as opposed to just being like oh this is a new person let me google them whereas right. now like, we see them all in the senate hearings and shit like that like we, we saw kamala harris like grill brett kavanaugh and we we saw her you know destroy uh anthony barr just like what two days ago you oh, know? Murder. oh yeah it got him to admit that he didn't even read the shit that read the that report was crazy dude he was like yeah i just accepted their word as facts and she was like so you mean to tell me they, they, that that's, that's how you would do as law. Like that's yeah, really he's like, yeah, no, hey. I don't yeah. read it for what? And, like, and, and I'm gonna like, be no, completely no. honest about it. That's part of the reason why I do want to see her actually get the nomination because I would just love to see her and Trump go back and forth during the um, yes, yeah, her and Trump. Mm-hmm. I, I think she may be the one that could actually kill him in the debates. Yeah, um, I, think so. I don't think Biden is gonna go as hard as she would go, because I really haven't seen him actually debate. So, that's that. there's that. I, I mean, so, I remember watching him in the, the debates against Hillary and Obama. He, he went pretty hard. Um, so, I, I, I think I think part of it is now just because we look at him as, like, friendly, like... Exactly. Like Good old Joe Biden, you know what I mean? That we forget, like, that he has, a, like, a you know, staunch political political history and experience. Yeah, um, yeah, we got to talk about political history too. Then right, it's got yeah. to falling out of the closet. Yeah. yeah, I was like, look, I was reading up on that shit before, uh, just before I, I we called in here. Yeah, yeah, shit's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, like, did y'all, did y'all read up on the like the whole Anita Hill thing and his his yeah. role or yeah, like, rub in there. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. there's a, there's a lot we gotta we gotta break down or at least tap into and this may have to be a two-parter or a couple parters as this uh process goes on but yeah. this episode we're just going to pretty much introduce who we see as candidates and then just kind of give you our take on who our money's on why or why not um so jordan you said booker and who else biden uh or do you- or is that- book okay. yeah booker warren and Biden. yeah booker and warren mostly yeah Honestly, at this point, what about uh, you, Jordan? I'm not Jordan. Uh, Corey. Um, I'm going Harris, and I mean, I love Warren. I love everything that she's saying, but I don't think that she'll be the person. I don't think she's the person that could take down Trump. So, I I really want to put her in the running. I feel like she's going to be a good cabinet person, a strong cabinet person. But I don't see yeah. her winning the nomination. So I'm gonna say either Harris or Biden. Because they are just real big names. Mm. My money's on neither Harris nor Biden. Um, someone asked me today my thoughts on Harris. I told them they would have to tune into the podcast to find that out. Um, I'm gonna try to keep it brief in regards to my 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 view on 
Harris and proceed from there. Harris, I liked I like her. I like yeah. the way she moves. I like how she gets in these hearings and how she pretty much goads people into incriminating themselves in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a great, great at what she does. She's clearly, clearly worth her salt as a prosecutor. Yeah. That's evident every time she gets up to question someone. It's evident she's she was a prosecutor for, for a reason. Now, aside from that, I can't say that I like her political history, nor can I say I like the way she answers questions. She's great at, as, at asking them, but I don't think she's great at answering them. She answers things in such a roundabout way that it gives me pause. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, I don't feel like she gives like straight answers. It's like she gives safe answers that won't exclude her from the ticket, so to speak. And I have a problem with it. I don't want safe answers. I don't want a roundabout. If I ask you specifically about reparations, I don't want to hear a roundabout way of saying, I don't know. Just say you don't know how you feel about it. Don't give me some, I'm open to studying it. No, fuck that. What does that even mean? What does right. that mean? You're you know a lawyer. You should have already studied it. Exactly. You've, you've had your whole life to study it as a black woman. As, as the daughter of a black man, you've pretty much had your whole life to study reparations. You get what I'm saying? And just the fact that whenever you ask her a question, she goes, she, she kind of reminds me of the way Obama used to answer stories, uh, used to answer um, questions. It started off, it starts off as a story. And then by the end of it, you're not quite sure whether or not he actually answered your question. I think Trump does that too. Talk so much, you're not quite sure whether or not your question is actually. He actually ignores the question altogether. Say what? Trump ignores the question altogether. He ignores it altogether, and she just kind of dances around the answer. And I don't like that. What I do like is Warren. And I like Warren for the simple fact that when you ask her a question, she gives you like an answer. And it's not like an on the fly answer, let me get this question out the way. It's a. She thought about that shit before you even like she considered what you may ask and prepared an answer for it. And it's not one of those you're just saying that for clout, but it sounds like she took the time to thoroughly think about if I'm asked this because it's going to be a question, how do I legit feel about it? Whether I agree with her answer or not, I appreciate the fact that she gave me an I was satisfied with her answer. Like I was satisfied with the way she answered the question. I definitely give you that about Warren. Warren answers questions tremendously. She does an incredible job answering every question that's ever going to be posed to her. That's why I say I love every inch of her idea, every inch of everything that she says. But I strongly don't feel like she's the person unless she actually does some major moving in this political season. I don't really see her actually capturing any kind of nominee. Um, I don't think that she's going to do good in debates against Trump. Honestly, I don't think that she's going to do good in the debates against uh, Biden or even a Cory Booker, for that matter. Um, Why not? She's not as, how can we say it? She doesn't have the testicular fortitude, if you ask me, to reach down and go under the belt. That, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you on that because I actually I was doing a little bit of research on earlier today and 
she actually has a history of like her and Biden have, have beef going back like 20 years um, back when he was um, a senator, a state senator. And she was she was a professor. She would go into hearings and she like and she would like challenge the fuck out of him. Like she was him. him they were going at it like she I think she has she's more has more fight than than she gives off. I mean, I, I can see why you would say that. Just looking at her, I think that's her so, superpower. Nobody right, expects it from her. Right. Because she's just so likable. She's I mean, I don't want to like yeah. have pairing women. But she's kind of like she's literally everything Hillary couldn't be, you know. Yes, no, um, definitely, one hundred percent. I feel like Hillary was more cold, and it's like yeah, she felt like she was there because she's supposed to be there instead of yeah, she's she like a robot to trying to be friendly, like yeah, where you're, like you're like you're like working the controls and you're like smile now, say how you doing, yeah. like type of thing. Yeah, definitely. Like I'm glad. Yeah, but it's just like she no, she's um, I think she's really like on her shit like at all times and then and she just i think she's she's just really approachable but i definitely don't think she's a pushover at all yeah i think people think she's a pushover and that's what kind of gives her like like i said like i believe that's her superpower the fact that nobody expects her to come out and say yo fuck that shit you're talking about i'm gonna challenge you on that because it doesn't fucking make sense right you know what i'm saying and i i admire that a lot she's everything hillary probably have wanted to be in regards to perception her political stance in perception yes and thus far she hasn't elizabeth warren has not come off as problematic to me as of yet everybody else yes yeah like kamala um kamala harris again like i said i like her however i cannot say that i exactly like her political history um kamala as her time as a uh prosecutor yeah she did her job she did her job a little too fucking well right you know what I'm uh, during her stint i think they had the um somebody correct me if i'm wrong the highest incarceration rate for black men that yeah that yeah i've, I've heard that as well um i'm actually kind of reading up on her as we speak um i'm showing she criminally prosecuted 25 parents for truancy during her time as a prosecutor Although she allegedly stated that no one went to jail. Although, you know, prosecuting is prosecuting, you know what I mean? Like you didn't yeah, have so a record is a record. Right. Whether you did how much say do you have as a prosecutor on, on what, what the sentence is? You know what I mean? So <laughs> I mean they can actually recommend like they they can, they recommend a lot. I think Jordan really gonna wait five minutes. Asshole. Baby, baby, dance with me. Baby, baby, dance with me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. What, what happened? What did I miss? No, he's probably out of nowhere. What, what did I miss? <laughs> right. Hey, hey, guys, what I miss? <laughs> That's basically me in the group chat. <laughs> right. Like, pretty much. Three days later. Yeah, yeah, that works. All right, bitch. <laughs> what works? Damn, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, right. shit. All right. You know what the yeah. worst is when I pull my shit up at work and I'll be I'll be seeing like forty fucking comments. I'm like, what the fuck is these niggas talking about? And they have to be like, yeah, man, me and Ev's watching Netflix. <laughs> I hate you just mad because your job hates you. I am um, mad because my job hates me. <laughs> all right, so here we go with um take two because we had some technical difficulties during the first take, so. Are we starting over picking up where we left off? Oh, no, we're definitely picking up where we left off. Okay. Nobody can go back through. That was a good 20 minutes. Right? Of, uh, okay. Before, cool. you know, Anchor decided he hated us, too. So, yeah. take two, audience. Shit. I, like I was saying. Corey was making a really good point, too. He, I, it jogged something in my brain. Too. I just can't remember what he said, though. I forgot. Um, no, I didn't even. I started to speak, but we were more speaking on Camilla's. Um, prosecution her record and i was saying that um as a prosecutor she can decide what's worth prosecuting and what's not that's and, what and i was more coming in saying like she um she gives in a sense she makes recommendations on what could happen to someone after the prosecution i mean because right. i look at it yeah I mean, any prosecutor they want to be a good prosecutor they want to win their cases whenever they're on them but if that's equivalent to saying like, okay, all right, I won my case, but I didn't really want to do this. Just go ahead and give this, this person probation. If she didn't want to do it, nobody, but the thing is a lot of these things that she got off on, nobody was forced. Now, granted, there were some cases that she was talking about as to where it, it it came from above her head, which I understand. That's your job. If it comes from above your head, because everybody has somebody to answer to. If they're like, yo, fuck how you feel, we still got to push this because I'm telling you to push it, then cool. But a lot of this shit I'm looking at, like, no, you really didn't have to have to do that. And then she tried right. to, in a sense, clean it up by saying, well, in the midst of me having to prosecute X, Y, and Z, I help initiate A, B, and C program so that X, Y, and Z wouldn't happen again. But I'm like, yeah, but how successful is that program? Right. And what I look at her about as well, too, is that old saying when it comes to a black woman, you have to work two times as hard. You have to be two times as successful in order to get half of what the next person has. Um, And I feel like in this situation, that's a classic case of that, because she being successful in her job, doing what she's supposed to do, creating nothing but success because no one has ever said anything negative about her until she decides to run for president. Now that she wants to go for the highest office in the land, now that's when her being successful at her job becomes a big issue. Right. I don't, I'm not going to say that it's an issue, but it's, it's like this. Your politics in California don't affect me because I don't live in California. True. You know what I'm saying? But when we start talking about your politics, that's going to affect nationwide then that's a different conversation. And it's right. not just because, like, I'm not coming at her because she's a black woman and we got to... No, 
when I no, heard no. she was running, I was all for it. I'm like, yeah, I fucks with Kamala. Like, I love what she does every time I see her. But on the other hand, now I have to dig a little deeper into her politics as a whole because yeah, initially yeah. I had no say whether or not she was in office. I don't live in California. I don't yeah, get no. a say in that. But I get a say in what you do as president, whether or not we're going to give you that platform. So I'm absolutely doing my research. And if I don't like what I see, then I don't like what I see. Whether no, you're Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, who I don't like what I see now that I'm a little more involved in the process. I don't like Joe Biden's politics, his um his past politics either. That's what he's he was problematic and he, and he has the potential to continue to be problematic. We're gonna talk no, about I that in a second. But I definitely yeah. agree. And you definitely brought up some oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, bro. Yeah, you brought up some good points about Kamala because I was Watching, uh, y'all know, um, Ebony K. Williams, she was a Fox contributor, but she was also was on like ESPN and other sh- other shows like that. She did yeah. uh, an interview on Breakfast Club because she was a lawyer and she broke down like just a lot of the responsibilities and how the really how it works on her like day to day basis. She was tell- talking about how like the relationships and shit like that, how it, how it all matters and how it plays a role as far as like prosecutors and and um and, and defense attorneys and prosecutors and um uh, you know law enforcement so on and so forth and all that on like on every single level and she she they talked about kamala harris she was saying you know a lot of people were like you know as a black woman she did this as a prosecutor and and ebony brought up the point that well somebody has to be on the other side so somebody has to be a prosecutor and she was like well would you would you rather have someone that looks like you or, or her specifically on the other side or someone who may have more of a um more of a bias against us or, or you know so on and so forth like that so she brought up that point which i thought was interesting but again, I did did a little bit of research and um, found out some a little some like like you said, you guys said she's very good at placating and just reading up on her history as far as like you know um, past statements and past policy pushes versus her you know current agenda. There's definitely a a 180 in in her in her approach to things, and you're gonna see that you know always when it, there's a, you know a, a politician on a local level or a state level taking it to a national level because you gotta. You gotta if you're left, you gotta appear more middle. If you're right, you gotta appear more center. You know, so that's yeah. just natural. Um, but I'm I'm reading you know something right now and it says um you know this article uh was it uh, Wall Street Journal um it says uh, as district attorney she publicly supported then Mayor Gavin Newsom's policy of reporting juvenile criminal suspects believed to be in the U.S. illegally to immigrate to ICE basically. So you're reporting kids who were potentially brought here illegally, you know, without their say. Who maybe had gotten into some trouble to ICE, you know, to get them deported, separated possibly from their family, that doesn't really line up with, you know, her actions nowadays. You know what I mean? So um, there's definitely a, a lot of where there's smoke, there's fire, and there appears to be a lot of smoke and potentially fire with her uh, her inconsistencies. Exactly. Now I'm all for evolution and progression. However, if you're doing it now, I question your motives. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So if you have always been on one side of the fence and now that you're running for president, you're straddling the fence or more so on the you know on the opposite end, I got questions. Why now? Is this how you've always felt, but you've never been in a position to express? Or you're doing this because you're trying to pander to a certain audience? Right. And what I would say, that's what I can't wait until it's a town hall where someone actually asks those questions to her or she gets into the debate season and she gets asked those questions. That's what I want. That's when, at that point, that's when I can make my decision. 
She's just going to do what she always does. She's going to dance around actually answering the question. And that's she, when that's when you need someone that's going to be straightforward and like, and no. Say, you're not answering my question. Exactly. And she, she really kind of reminds me of Hillary in a lot of ways, the way she, like, the way she panders and it's like, I'm I'm black. Half my family's black, so of course I'm cool with like legalizing weed. You know what I mean? It just it just feels like, I don't know. It's like, if I know she's obviously she's, she's mixed, she's black and Indian, but it feels like, like that kid who was like, or that teacher who was trying to be cool and was like using all the like stereotypical slang shit. You know? Right. Yeah. I, honestly, I feel that way about Bernie. Bernie Panders. Yeah. Because first of all, let's let's get into that. Like. You're not a Democrat. So half the things that you say, you're saying because you're trying to appeal to a certain party. Exactly. You won't even you're you won't even reclass and become a Democrat. You want to stay as being an independent. Which I mean, I understand why one is independent because tell my business here. I'm an independent voter. I'm I'm listed as independent, but I may vote one way more than the other. I'm independent because I'm more so focused on whose policies align with my interests. Exactly. And that may not always be a Democratic candidate. For some odd reason, it might be a Republican. So no, I'm not going to true. limit myself. But if you're running Republican candidate, candidates before, it's been some great Republican candidates that you would think, like, oh my God, like what you're saying actually could work. Like John McCain. He was right down the middle. A lot of people may or may not like what he said, but a lot of the stuff he said was very truthful. Yeah, he was in the middle. And, and, hell, even in 2000, so what about Mitt? I said, even 2006, Mitt Romney before he did all the flipping shit. Oh, yeah. Mm. He was more yeah. towards, he was more aligned with President Obama's, his older original policies when he was um, governor was more in line with Democrats than Republicans. And then, of course, Honestly, he, even some of the stuff that he talks about now that he's not running for president more lines up with either being closer to the middle or more Democrat as well, too. Agreed. Agreed. So with that being said, that's, I mean, that's why I registered as independent. But Bernie is an independent He's, he, you know, he he identifies as independent, and the only reason why he's running as Democrat is because he feels like he could pull more of a Democratic vote than he could running as an independent or as a Republican. That's all that is. And yeah. Bernie, although has some great ideas, I don't necessarily look for him to be president. Now, I voted for Bernie last time, and that was because it was the matter of choosing between to lesser evils and I don't fuck with Hillary's policies. I don't. I don't fuck with her political history at all. I don't. I don't. So that's the only reason why I voted for Bernie because I don't fuck with Hillary's um, policies. Now when it came down between Hillary and, and Trump, my vote is obvious, but <laughs> her and Kamala are aligned in regards to like some of their past political history. As well as Joe Biden. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to pull Joe Biden's uh, skeletons are falling out of the closet, man. Yeah, they really are. Falling out of the closet. It's kind of, it's almost a bit of a shame because, like, after everything's like now they're going to come out, like, 
not the first time you were oh, yeah, president. exactly. Like, I think stuff is falling out mainly because obviously he would be like the lead candidate. So if things stayed in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they were like, yeah, let's just save this until we think he's got a shot. <laughs> oh, you're not going to run after Obama leaves office? All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, gotta, we do have to talk about um, his previous support of the crime bill. Now. No, his previous writing of the crime bill. <laughs> oh, you're right. He wrote the motherfucker. <laughs> but, um, Here's my thing with the crime. Although I understand the purpose of said bill, I don't think anybody who wrote it, well, Joe who wrote it, or anybody who supported it, really thought of the ramifications of supporting yeah. or writing such a bill. They didn't think that thing through. No, because we're still of said crime bill. So now all of a sudden he wants to talk about prison reform. Well, the only reason why we really got to reform it is because of that whack ass bill you. One hundred percent. So now you're trying to come in and undo what you did. Like I can't get behind that because I don't think his his motives to undo to quote unquote undo what he did is that of righteousness. I think that's more of a when I go to hell, I don't want to have to keep reliving that particular period of my life. Like, I don't want that to be my hell. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that goes back to my previous point of when you do this 180, what are the motives behind it? Is it because your opinion truly has transformed or is it because you know saying X, Y, and Z is more likely going to get you in the door than saying the opposite? Yeah, and see, that's the thing about it with him. And because we can say there's a lot of different things, even him running with Obama, Obama could have put his arm around him and said, like, look, I don't think that this is good. It's just a lot of different things that we could actually say. Yeah, true. So that's what makes his whole situation pretty sticky, even though he was the one that wrote it. Yeah. And then, you know, what else is a little it's kind of weird is the because I, I know they're, they are genuinely like best friends. Like, I 100 percent believe that. But the fact that uh, President Obama is not endorsing him, like I don't know if that was Joe's decision, saying I want to make it on my own, or if that was if that was something where um, Barack in his head was probably like certain things are going to come back to bite him. Yeah, and those things that are going to bite him would would have never aligned with my name. Yeah. If he know like I know, he ain't gonna say shit. Right. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't expect him to say anything until God knows, like. To the lab, to the wire when it when yeah. it comes time to after someone's actually named as yeah, you know yeah. a party's candidate, he's not gonna yeah, say anything. Yeah. I think at that time yeah, he'll it, just, it gets down to like the final three or something, almost like we've owned people off. <laughs> because you gotta keep in mind though, um Miss Obama is uh close with Booker. Yeah. So in that oh, household, they don't have to be on one accord, but you know, it might look crazy if she's out here, you know, rallying Can't around. Yep. But the thing about it, Barack has put his arm around a lot of the candidates. Yeah. He um he met with Harris, he met with um Gillibrand. Um, who else did he meet with? He's I had, uh, say uh, Warren as well. White House. Before. Yeah. 
I mean, as yeah. he should, you know what I'm saying? As as the former president, he should. But again, if he knows, like I know, he's 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 he he doesn't need to endorse Joe. And if he does endorse Joe, it has to be because that's who we're going with as as a party, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that would be the only reason because you got to jump behind your party member. You don't have to. You know, I take that back because I was a little I was a little confused as to why so many Republicans were jumping behind um, Trump. And I I think it's imperative that we stress to never put a party ahead of interest overall. Yeah. But the only way that I could see Obama endorsing Joe and coming out clean behind it is if it's on some this is who our party chose and he's the lesser of two evils type shit. Yeah. Right. And also, honestly, because he is a, you know, basically retired at this point, there's not a whole lot that could affect his legacy. Because, I mean, if, if Skeleton was going to come out on the first black president, they would have been came out. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think pretty much. I mean, they couldn't that. find some, so they started making up shit. Look right. at this nigga here wearing a fucking and, helmet on the bike. Right, with a bike. With a helmet on the bike. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at him trying not to kill himself and break his neck. Like, I know, right? Like the audacity of this black man to marry a very voluptuous and beautiful black woman. What the fuck? <laughs> with degrees. What the fuck? With, right, with multiple degrees. Did you, see his daughter, did you see his daughter smoking marijuana? With all the other white kids smoking marijuana. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's a Never mind the past first daughters who were out here clubbing every weekend and. Intoxicated, you know. Never mind that. Right, but for real though, somebody needs to find that girl some black friends because black friends don't record that shit. Exactly. No, they the ones who like, yo, yo, yo. They taking pictures. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Smash the phone. Right. <laughs> Look, you know what that is over there? You taking pictures of? Let me get that phone. Real quick. Running up on motherfuckers like, yo, we, right. we finna, we that phone belongs to me now. Thanks. Where's Sharkeisha? That's who she needs. She needs Sharkeisha. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sharkeisha, no! <laughs> oh, shit. she will run up real quick. Okay. Break yourself, fool. <laughs> shit, Shasha got a lot of black friends. Mm-hmm. That's why she don't be on camera nowhere. Nowhere. You don't even see her. I ain't seen her since they take their little selfies, and that's it. Like, you know, their little bathroom selfies all together. <laughs> And that's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? She, yo, she, she said, you ain't finna get me. But then also, um, has she graduated? She just graduated. So, you know, she just, she just came out of high school. So. Only time will tell. Right. No, she gonna be the one where we, I ain't worried about Sasha. I'm worried about. Honestly, I'm not worried about either one of them. Yeah, I'm not really worried about either one of them. Yeah. No, I'm not. When I say worry, I don't mean in the sense like they're gonna be out here fucking up. I'm just I'm worried about the company Malia keeps because they keep her in some shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she's caught doing some regular teenage shit with those kids. We don't see her sister getting caught doing regular teenage shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. And we all know I have a general distrust of. Never mind. We're on this podcast. <laughs> I know already where you going, brother. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> yeah. who's, 
who's the next person we're breaking down? <laughs> to be honest with you, I didn't do the research like I should have to really break people down. I really just wanted this episode to right. discuss who we're looking at and why or why not. Um, but one thing I did want to discuss since we brought it up earlier is reparations. I'm with it. Definitely. Because that has come up a lot in this uh, particular process, especially because um, people are introducing bills to discuss reparations or to quote unquote study. I don't know what the fuck we need to study, but all right. You know what I'm saying? And that's a platform a lot of people are trying to run on in a sense. So one thing I want to ask you gentlemen, what would reparations look like to you? That's literally a, a perfect question because it's easy to say like, would you want reparations? Oh yeah, I like free shit. But like, I don't even know how they would like logistically how or what form reparations would be most sensible. So I, I don't know. I'd probably have to think some more about that unless y'all have some ideas that I could like bounce off of. Oh no, I got ideas. I think Cor oh, Corey I and I, well, on one of those chats that you kind of like glanced at because there was 45 messages and decided <laughs> we weren't going to read or respond. Um, Corey and I discussed it briefly as we were preparing topics for, you know, the next couple of podcasts. So, me, myself, you know, you'd have some fucking ideas, but all right. <laughs> Always that work ass nigga. <laughs> Quote unquote, my back, I just got home from a poetry slam. All right, nigga. <laughs> Is that a poetry slam? <laughs> Niggas don't like spoken words? <laughs> oh, no, nah, I was at the poetry, uh, poetry joints all the time, bro. That <laughs> nigga in there reciting shit from Love Jones calling it original material. <laughs> No, I, I didn't. I haven't. I haven't. I've only been there twice. I haven't um, gone up on stage. I'm gonna go at some point, but bro. Oh, you gotta bring that. Um, you gotta hit him with that Rafael de la Ghetto. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yo, that nigga be bro. in there talking some time. Say, baby, can I be your slave? I must admit, <laughs> you the shit girl, and I'm digging like a grave. <laughs> no, no, the shit some of these people say here because they they do erotic torture too. The shit some oh. people say here, especially some of these women, Lord have mercy. Like, don't ever go to a poetry slam with a per another with a person of opposite sex because you will not be focused on that person. Okay. Oh, so it's like a Jill Scott concert. Yes. Yes, <laughs> but with words and like beautiful words, and said, yes. words and confusing yes. words. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. This one girl, I've. Like, I played her poem in my head, like, repeat. Like, if I ever see that girl again, like, I'm shooting my shot like Steph Curry in game seven. Like, <laughs> so yes, yeah, yeah, it'd be like that. In there. Yeah, it's super dope, too. Like, I thought it would be like pretentious and shit, but no, nah, it was like super lit and it was like unapologetically glad. That, that raggedy ass nigga Jordan didn't white, like, we don't stay in the same city. My bad. We can go. We can go. It's on Wednesdays at uh, at Noir. No, nah, shut up. I'm going to go with you. <laughs> No, we still we still gotta do some have, do some like forties and shit on the porch or some shit this summer. You're right. I'm here every night and every weekend. This nigga, we still gotta do some nigga. I'm I'm here. 
I don't go no. anywhere. I'm sitting I'm, on the porch right the fuck now. <laughs> for some reason, I thought you were like in Greensboro at one point. I was just like, wow, I thought she was up, thought there was up the streets. Like, <laughs> <laughs> back to reparations before I cuss Jordan out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my opinions and takes on it. Um, instead of, in a sense, breaking down the entire economy by trying to give every black person a check, why don't they think right. more smart into this and say, "All right, we're going to clear out your credit." Um, it's Fuck. Jordan better not take another five minutes or I'll cuss his ass out on this podcast for real. <laughs> you guys, uh, even having hella technical difficulties. Oh, look at him right on time. Right? That nigga didn't take right. a whole, didn't take five seconds. I'm proud of him. So you were saying, um, Corey, clear out debt. Yeah, I'm gonna start it. Yeah. Um why don't they just think to clear out debt? of said black people find out how far back they want to go just to make sure these people qualify for these said reparations clear out their um debts and or find out if they have a nonviolent criminal history and clear their record that's one of the only ways i feel like we will be on the same playing field as these um people which just keep it that we can call them uh mayonnaise like charlamagne like charlamagne says man <laughs> We can call them ghosts. Spicy mayo. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm in agreement with Corey. Um, I'm not necessarily. I don't think cutting checks will bankrupt the company. The uh, company. <laughs> That's where my head's at. Uh, the country. However, I don't think that money is necessary. Um, I'm agreement about. The best route to go about, um, the best route to go, would be clearing the debt, the raising of credit scores. So give everybody yeah. a flat, like a. So if we saying that like a good credit score is seven fifty, then boom, everybody get a seven fifty. You know what I'm saying? On top of clearing that debt, um, I'm I'm totally here for. I like the idea of clearing the record of nonviolent offenders. And then I'm also here for reviewing cases, quote unquote, not of violent offenders, um, because you got to keep in mind that a lot of times people end up in situations due to circumstances, whether it be economical yeah. or otherwise. So I would like a review of those cases to see whether or not this person could be re rehabilitated or if they even committed said crime. Definitely. I 100% agree. Because a lot of these crimes if there wasn't a necessity to commit crimes. Let's be real. Black people commit crimes out of necessity. If I yeah. robbed somebody, it's because I needed what they had. I didn't exactly. have it. If I killed somebody, most likely I was trying to get something that they had that I needed. You know what I'm saying? And see, and see that's, that's my <laughs> thing about cutting, the cutting of checks. That's the reason why I don't want that to happen because we know the lifestyle that we come from. We know, like, yeah. imagine you got whomever, what, whatever the fuck we're going to call him, in Chicago, and next thing you know, he gets his reparations check. Does so much crazy stuff, his money's completely gone. But he knows that his next-door neighbor has that exact same amount of money. What do you think he's going to do after he's ran out of money? He doesn't have any way to do any of his necessities, like get food or even pay rent or even do whatever. 
he's gonna go back to his old habits. Now I understand more and more why you say you don't want checks cut because I know you and I um had this conversation briefly um on a Facebook post and um the gentleman was like, "Fuck you care about what people do with the money." Yo, yeah, Nakeem. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we, yeah. We hear you. you faded out. It was like you went on speakerphone or something. Oh, this shit raggedy. Anyway, so, you know, I understand what you were saying about not wanting to cut out checks. Um, but I do think that we should have some choices in regards to what form of reparations we want to accept. No, I, I, I can definitely agree with that. I can definitely okay. agree. Five, let me pick three out of the five. I can definitely agree. Based yeah, on... It's so many reasons because I've like I've extensively thought about this. It's so many reasons why I'm against checks. Um, because what if the government looks and says, okay, we're gonna actually um we're gonna cut you guys checks. We're gonna set aside this amount of money. We're gonna set we're gonna set aside a trillion dollars. But what if a trillion people come and say, hey, yeah, and they can prove that they meet this qualification and this criteria. Our reparations is only a dollar. Right. right. So that's why I'm kind of against all of that. It's so much that we will have to go to. That's why I feel like the whole clearing of credit and criminal histories and raising of credit scores is one thing that actually is more feasible than saying, oh, I'm going to give you guys money. Right. Yeah. It's more realistic. Yeah. Exactly. I would also like to see free college. Yes. And that's going back to the whole um, Elizabeth Warren, um, her and her policies. I 100% agree with that. 100%. That is literally the smartest policy I have heard in God knows how long. When it came down to, okay, we're going to take 2% of over $50 million of what was made by these millionaires and billionaires. 2% of the dollar over it. That is incredible. But it's just yeah. the fact that how can we realistically get that to pass? Right. Because the people who need who would need who we would need to pass it, the billionaires are in their pockets. Exactly. That's but the see, reason that's why, why I said that I love ideas. But see, that's why I told you, Corey, when we first started talking about it, is that the main thing, okay, so it's not enough to elect a president. It's not. You have to also go forth and make sure that your representatives of your state are on board with your with your policies and the shit that you want to come to pass. Right. If yeah. they do not align with your interest, don't vote for them. Get them the fuck out of here. Same with we the, have to do everything in our power and Senate. That is in our power. We put people in those positions. If they're interest and their policies and the way that they talk don't align with our interests, get them the fuck out of here. That is the only way we're going to get things to pass. And that's what I tried to stress during Obama's term. He couldn't get a lot passed because of the fact that the people he had to run that shit by wasn't fucking with him. And they wasn't fucking with him because they wasn't fucking with us. And they wasn't fucking exactly. with us because we didn't do what we needed right. to do. In order exactly. I'm glad that you brought that up about Obama right. and his, especially his first term. I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of people do not understand that at all. 
the only thing that they say is Obama was the first black president, but he didn't do anything for us. Um, he, he brought up he, he brought in Obamacare, but Obamacare only broke the country. Do people do not understand that with Obamacare, it was a shell of the policy that it was supposed to be. Right. Because yeah. he all of that it passed. Yep. And, and not only that, but I oh go ahead. No, go ahead, bro. Yeah, I work in I worked for Blue Cross Blue Shield for almost a year. I worked in medical insurance and health insurance. And I'm telling you that shit though so there's certain the way the policies were written or policies were written under the, the bill basically. So there were called what were called grandfather policies, so pre Obamacare. Or you know, wanted they selected to keep the pre Obamacare standards, laws, whatever, and then there were the what are called ACA Affordable Care Act policies, um, and those policies were infinitely cheaper, um, way better benefits. People who would not have been able to afford those policies were able to get those policies and have those benefits, and those policies came with because they came under the what's, what's called the health insurance marketplace because they were um, funded by the government. Um, they had what, what had what's called a 90 day grace period as opposed to, so, you know, say you, you, people were coming on hard times and shit. And this was, I started working there in like 2016. So shit was kind of rough. A lot of people were able to keep insurance for longer than they should have because of that bill. And people were, you know, even then people were bitching like, Oh, I only get 90 days. I need help with this, whatever, so on and so forth. And then we'd be able to send them over to the health insurance marketplace where they would then be able to restructure and get another insurance policy for, for again, for a bargain because of the affordable care act. But because mm-hmm. people are silly and, and don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and also the people who shitted on the bill the most needed it the most, I can I can confidently tell you that because I can't tell you many poor manly people I spoke to who uh you know complain about prices of policies when it's like Tammy, um your premium is thirty dollars a month, you're able to get that because of the guy that you're complaining about. Exactly. Uh, and again, you haven't made him since May. Is September and your policy just not got canceled. You should thank your lucky stars that you even had it for that long. So you know what I'm saying. So it's, it's shit like that that people just don't fucking know. And then also, again, that's important because people don't get how the three branches of the government work. President is the executive, then there's legislative, and you know the other judicial. one. I had a few drinks, so I completely forgot what it's called. Uh, judicial. Yeah, judicial. Yep. Yeah. And then also, it's just like there's the House and there's the Senate. So he needs the House and the Senate for shit to pass. And yep. If the House and the Senate are red, it don't matter what the fuck he he tries to pass because it's just not going through. So again, the most important thing that our listeners and anyone you know just in general can needs to know is when it comes to politics and voting, it's your local government, your local officials that matter the most. It's your local and state, and then federal because the federal needs the the support of the local and state representatives. So when y'all think, oh, I voted for the president, that's the one I want. That's cool. All, all the shit he, I expect all the shit he wants to submit get passed. It's not going to happen because unless you vote on your midterms and shit like that, because that shit matters. Because exactly. if you go back and you research that shit, all the, Democrats took everything in 2008, and then everybody got comfortable in 2010. The Republicans took it back. Yeah. So y'all really got to do your research and, and make sure to keep up with voting because people think, oh, I voted for the president, so I didn't. No, that that's one tenth of the job. You got to keep voting every two years. So that the shit that you need can either A, stay enforced, or B, get enforced. And the thing about it, too, also, because of the Dems taking everything in um, 2008, that's the reason why we got the auto bailout. That's the reason why we're able to have these cars that we do have. Right. Because literally everything went to complete shit. And with the Dems being like, all right, we need to fix this, we need to fix that. And Obama created so many jobs within his first couple years, just... 
Like, it was right. amazing. But um, it goes back to even after um, the, 20, the 2010 midterms, that's when Republicans, I think they got the House and the Senate, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, so, you know, yeah, yeah, I think, they, yeah. So they came into office. We don't, House. we don't like Barack. We don't like Barack, so we're not going to pass anything that he has. They legit did not vote for anything that he, um, that he put into play because right. they didn't like him. The the nigga could have said, "Yo, we finna um buy new pens for everybody in the um in, in the Senate." And them motherfuckers would been like, "Nah, we, we good, bro." Liar! Fucking <laughs> quills that we've been using since the eighteen hundred, nigga. Fuck your new pen. Right. You know, just give me like some that. new That's all I need. Yeah, I got yeah. this this quill. I got this ink. I don't want your new pen. He could have been like, "I'm taking everyone for ice cream," and they'd have been like, "You know, ice cream comes from milk." Which is comes from them giving cows steroids and hormones to keep them milking forever, and it's actually unhealthy for them. <laughs> First of all, I don't even like ice cream. I like cake. Unless you offering cake, I don't want none of that shit you talk. <laughs> then those things say, "Well, let's let's add cake to the agenda." No, I don't like cake. You talking about pies, bitch? Yeah, I like pies, bitch. <laughs> like that's the shit that they was on. But Jordan, you hit Jordan. Y'all like y'all. Y'all pretty much just made the point that I was getting ready to make. It's not just about the presidential election. You know what I'm saying? You have to vote across the board. A lot of people don't realize that what affects you most is how you vote locally. If you Mm -hmm. don't participate in your local elections, you're doing yourself in this country a disjust, like an injustice. Like it's it's just shit is just not going to shape the way that you want it to because you don't have the people to make it shake in office. Right. Because you thought I only needed to vote once every four years. No, bitch. You don't. Yeah, you need to vote a little more often than that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so that goes back to um, reparations. A lot of this shit isn't going to get pushed if we don't put people in place that align with our interests. I am totally here for a list of five. Let me pick three. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. wipe, my, wipe my debt. Give me that good credit score. Give me free college if I wanted to go to school or give me another option. But at the end of the day, when you wipe debt and you give people workable credit scores, guess what? They can do anything. Credit right. is power in this country. I don't exactly. need the money if I have the credit. If exactly. I have the credit, That's the reason why I say I can go get the money. Oh, I'm, I'm like this also, too. Give us a, one free house loan. Or cut us some slack on those interest rates. Because those interest yes. rates have, yeah. have sent conception. No, that, that, every if you ask me, that's the I would build that into the house loan. We get a very reasonable, very comfortable house loan. Like kind of like how what the military does, where yeah. they cut you, not even they cut you a check, they give you this grant or whatever, and said you can go into any bank that you want, and they have to give you this house loan for this particular rate for this amount of years and you pay it off. Right. Give me one of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that rate idea is fucking brilliant, honestly, that you thought of that because that's one of the shit that hurts us the most because black people, A, we don't have those connections to certain people and companies and just resources and shit like that, so we get higher rates. And then also there's just a lack of financial literacy in our community. So Say that. We're getting those these rates and we don't know, you know. So it's just like, like my dad was telling me when I, I bought my first car, I kind of rushed to do it because I just really wanted a car. And he was like, telling me, he was like, you know, you did this the wrong way because this rate is too high and this, that, and third. And he was telling me, you know, 
black people by just by mar- like a marginal like you know not marginal a significant margin are overpaying and have more you know debt when it comes to getting cars and shit like that because they don't know the finance side of everything and because exactly. they're like oh if I put this down here whatever but they're not realizing that the money that you're paying on that loan over six years is de- double what the car is worth you know what I'm saying shit like that so it's just like because we didn't necessarily have you know you know, I don't know any accountants, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't have accountants in our family and shit like that, or or people who were able to, you know, set us up and help us out and, and take a look at our numbers and shit and see what we could do as far as consolidating debt or, or eradicating debt or, you know, whatever. So it's like, yeah, that that's a really good point, especially the credit shit, because, I mean, I can tell you how many times I've heard people say, like, oh, I can't do this because my credit's fucked because my husband did this or yeah. my wife did that or they didn't know what they were doing or we got screwed over on this rate or, you know, the house say, you know, I mean, shit, the house, housing market crashed in So, you know what I mean? It's just like so much that that, that would go towards, that that would go a long way towards, A, clearing clearing your, your giving you a financial clean slate, but then also giving you a building block as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and I'm glad that you actually mentioned that about us not having the financial, financial literacy to be able to do a lot of these things. That's one of the things that I, me personally, that um, is a dream of mine, is a goal that I actually have, is being able to make sure that my kids have what I didn't have. Them having that ability to know, all right, this is what credit is for. This is what we can do. This is what we can't do. Um, Not only just my kids, but just kids in general. That's why one of the things that I'm actually working on, I'm hoping that I get the opportunity to present this for either later this year or in the near future, where I want to have a nonprofit organization where we can teach kids of our color about credit and why it is important and why debt is important for us not to be in it. Agreed. Uh, that would be dope. That'd be super dope. Um, I think across the board, um, we knack, we knack, God, I've been drinking. We lack. Um, <laughs> I think all of us all. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, I think someone asked me a while ago, what would it take to better the community? And I said, uh, knowledge on, you know, finances, financial, financial literacy is a must. And we begin to discuss ways to develop workshops in certain neighborhoods and areas to kind of help people figure out, yo, look, this is what your debt is. This is your income. This is what a debt to income ratio is. This is how you get out of it. This is how, you know what I'm saying? Right. There's, a, yeah. there's a lot of reform that has to that has to start on the ground before we can even get to a point of actually dishing out reparations in any form that is decided to dish it out in. Because if we get this debt wiped and we get these credit scores up, then we still have to discuss, well, hey, you have a 750 now. Let's discuss what you need to do with that 750. How do you maintain that 750 or raise it? How do we keep exactly. from being in the in the you know 500 and below? Now, granted, five and up is not not too bad. And I, you know, I used to work in the um, loan industry, um, home loan industry, and I've seen some great deals off of like some 500 credit scores. And I'm like, yo, how the fuck did you score that shit? But yeah. again. This is how they scored it. So it's just it's just a, a matter of educating people on what to do once you get this. Yeah. 
But I also want to see free college for those who have ancestors who worked or built these PWIs. Yes. Yeah. There was a case recently, I want to say it was Harvard, um, where it turns out they have been profiting off of imagery and stories of a young lady's great-grandfather. He was one of the last to come over. Was it her great-grandfather or great-great-grandfather? He was the last to come over um, from Africa. So he was a native-born African. And uh, they used his image and story in a couple of like uh, galleries or something like that. I got to find the story and maybe I'll go back over it later. But pretty much she sued them. She's like, yo, I want that shit back. And I want y'all to run me that money y'all made off my family. Yeah, cut that whole check. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have a lot of kids who are end up going to these PWIs and they're, you know, going through the school's history and learning that their people were servants at one point at the institution or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, yeah. these kids shouldn't be paying for shit. Ah, and there was one school where uh, they actually, the school, the school itself owned their family members at one point. That's crazy. And then sold them off to further pay to, like, expand the campus. Shit. I want free tuition, bitch. Right. I paid for the school. Like, you know what I'm saying? My blood paid for the school. I want free tuition, bitch. And I want to check. I was going to say, yeah, I definitely need a stipend and a, and a paid internship at the end, too. Absolutely. 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 For however many fucking degrees I want to get, however how I want to take the shit, I, I want free tuition, bitch. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so I, I got a question for you guys. So for the reparations, what would your – do you have, like, a set of standards or qualifications to qualify for? Is it just, like, everybody black getting there, or, like, you have to prove a bloodline to someone who was enslaved? What, what's your – What's your thoughts? I don't think everybody black is entitled to reparations. Here's why I say this before everybody start coming at my everybody black isn't American, so to speak. Uh Their their ancestors weren't necessarily enslaved in America. Now, do they deserve reparations from their home country and whoever colonized their home country? Absolutely. Your ancestors. Exactly. Your ancestors weren't American slaves. So I believe that if you are able to prove that your family has been here for a substantial amount of time, um, and you know there's a way to prove slavery lineage, then yes, I can absolutely prove mine. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm from South Carolina. You know what I'm saying? My mom's family is from South Carolina. Uh, all our people are there. We originated from there. You know what I'm saying? We can trace back to the, to the plantation. Matter of fact, we don't, we don't, like our family land isn't too far from the plantation we originated from. So it's easy for us to trace that back because, you know, we still in the same area. Um, my grandmother, my, my dad's side of the family, both sides are actually from um, East North Carolina. So we can trace that back. We, you know what I'm saying? My grandmother is still living. Her uh, grandparents were slaves. So it's it's easy for some of us to trace that back and to provide that documentation and proof. We've been here long Definitely. enough to prove 
yo, like our peoples was here in the 1800s and were slaves. So I feel like you have to be able to prove in some form or fashion that you are a descendant of a slave brought to America. North yeah, America. It shouldn't be that difficult. Um, I'm glad right. that you even said that because that's that's the one thing that was troubling me was how can we qualify this? Because um, I actually, I have a friend that he's white, but he can give you documentation and prove that his ancestors were black. Not um, not African-American, but he can prove that his um, ancestors were um, black. So that's what like I was more stuck on, like, how can we actually prove this? So that's a, that was a phenomenal answer by itself. Yeah. If you can prove, you got to be able to to trace that lineage back to prove that your people were American, North American slaves. Okay, that's a good answer. Yeah. Or I wasn't sure if that was something that y'all thought about or not. Yeah, no, I've, I've thought about it and I've considered it. Because, yes, America is full of black people, but not all of the black people oh. originated from here in a sense. Right. You, know what I mean? yeah. you have people who came from Africa, but their parents immigrated from here legally. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have people who came from Jamaica, the Caribbean. Like, they're black, but they're not African-American, so to speak. Right. And see, that's the thing about it with them as well, too, because actually some of them were picked up on the ship as well. So that's another thing that actually made it more difficult for me. Well, because, they, how does that make it difficult if they can prove that they their ancestors were once enslaved in America? Cool. But if you can't prove that, then I don't know what to tell you, Doc. Point. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I got you a great map like your taxes. I can go to to show you where all my people's at and we can trace that back. Oh you know like you I know can, I can I can show you the cemetery. Legit, I can show you the cemetery where all of my family members were and how it traces back. Yeah. So you know, like, you know, I, I can I can do that. I, I have the luxury of being able to do that on both sides of my family. I have cemeteries I can go to that can take you back to the 1800s. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm from Lawrence, South Carolina. My family has a home church, Duncan Creek. We've been there since conception. So, you know what I'm saying? Our family is in that graveyard. Everybody in that graveyard, I'm related to somehow. So I can, I, I have that documentation and that proof. You know what I'm saying? So it'll, it'll be easy for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, same on my dad's side of the family. They're all from this on both sides of his family. Both his mother and father are from the same area. So, you know. At I the can, end I of the can. day, it's knowledge. Yeah, right. At the end of the day. Yeah. Knowledge is everything. That Just like how they always taught us in school. Knowledge is everything. We don't seem to comprehend that or understand those three words until we discuss a situation like this. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is everything. It absolutely right. is. It absolutely is. So those that that would be my qualifications to receiving um, reparations. The natives got theirs in a sense. Why we can't yep. get ours? Yeah. Not to so much compare, but you know, I feel like this country owes the people that built it and 
that were built under. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all built this country on top of us and off of us. Yeah. And you have to give us our just due. And I don't want to hear shit about, well, your freedoms now. No, fuck that. I don't have as many freedoms as you would like to think I have. I don't have as many luxuries as you have. And that is apparent. Based off the color of my skin, I'm already set back. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm already on guilty before proven innocent. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm added on the fact that that just makes it worse. Exactly. So, so you, you need know, to add on the fact that you're what? A black male. A yeah, black yeah, male. Definitely. Because you're always quote unquote. Because you're always gonna quote unquote fit the description. Oh, right. God, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's all yeah. We, we got to do a whole podcast about like the black man, the title of the black man, and trying to figure out how not to scare people. <laughs> Shit, I don't give a fuck no more. <laughs> but in the in the type of film that I work in, I have to come off as I don't want to say non-threatening, but non-threatening. And it's easy to put it this way because you know, code switch, right. I've mastered the I'm the code switch king. Yeah. And I give them. I literally that I am the code switch king. Same here. You know, my my first name is Nikeem, but nobody that none of my clients know that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They have a, a name that they're comfortable with saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I have a voice that they're comfortable with listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, Same here. You know, y'all got names Jordan and Corey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nakeem is a well, hella ethnic name. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's, my middle name is Rayshawn though, so I, I don't know if that's like on my. I think it's on my resume. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, my my name is black as fuck. My name is Nakeem. Right. So I mean, I can't. I get stereotyped in <laughs> the fucking airport. Like, right. I'm so happy that I have like a normal last name like White, and it's not like super ethnic, or else they, you know. I, my name gets me interviews. I would definitely say that. My name yeah, will get me. Yeah, interviews. my name definitely gets me interviews. Um, well, actually, you know what? It probably doesn't because I put in black when they asked me the questionnaire. Because I'm like, if, if they wouldn't want, if they wouldn't want to hire me, if I'm because I'm black, then I wouldn't want to work there anyway. And then also, at some point, they they call me in for their interview, so it's not like I can hide it. And also, it's like it's not something I want to hide or need to hide or should have to hide. So it's like whatever. Yo, know, people are always surprised when I walk into an interview. Or when my clients meet me, like, they're really surprised to see that I'm, like, a black guy. Like, with hair at that. Like, you know, like, I'm a black guy with a lot of hair at that. So they're like, oh, you're a nigga. I'm like, yeah, I am. They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah. you know, it's funny. So I work in a call center, so I talk to people all over the country. And so sometimes I'll, like, I'll play up. I'm really good with, like, accents and voices and shit like that. So I'll, I'll play up certain accents just so they can understand me better. Cause I like my natural voice, speaking voice, like I talk fast and shit, whatever. So I like, I like, I'll do like, I'll accentuate certain words and R's and stuff like that if I'm talking to old people so they can understand me. So they're like, "Oh, are you from the Midwest?" Like, no, nah, I've, I've never been there before. Or like, one time I was talking to this this old, I could tell she was like old white lady in like Arizona, and she just started like quoting Trump rhetoric, like randomly. She was just like, "Yeah, it's getting scary out here." I was like, "Oh, okay." And then she was like, yeah, you know, because, like, I'm near the border and stuff. And, like, there's all, like, the Hispanics and, like, the Mexicans coming up here. And they're, like, sending their worst. 
And she was like, so I'm just very scared of them. And I was just like, they've been coming over the border. So right, I was just like, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matter of fact, change the so technically, this right. and, and also, yeah. I was just like, I wanted to tell her I was black so bad just to see if she called me the N word. I was like, I just want to see if I can get you to do it. <laughs> Look, my voice is so good. Like, um, I remember I used to work for Apple back in the day, and um. This lady was upset that I wouldn't do something for her. And I wouldn't do it because I couldn't do it. Like, you know, I couldn't honor her request. It was bogus. And she's like, you're just doing this because I'm black. I'm like, ma'am, I'm black. She's like, uh, yeah, nice try. <laughs> nice try, lady. Try that with somebody else. I'm black as fuck. You don't even know. Right. <laughs> I'm super black. But all right, ma'am, I'm doing this. Cause That's the funny part. People don't get that. They think because you speak English well that you don't listen to like whatever. Yeah. Like, so like exactly. I was hanging out with my coworkers and shit, whatever. And like anybody who knows me knows I get super lit whenever Meek Mill comes on. So like if we're in a club and Dreams of Nightmares come on, get out of the way. I need like 10 square feet of room to get hyped. <laughs> so like, so like they, I was in a club. A lot of coke in the bathroom. This is shit. <laughs> so, I, so I was <laughs> So I'm in. This, I'm at. I'm at the club, right? And uh, I'm with my coworkers, or whatever. And um, that song on me comes on with Cardi B. Him and Cardi B. I fucking love that song. So I like go into the song, and they and they like snapped it and showed it on my coworkers. They're like, "Wow, when did you like become black or like ethnic or whatever?" And it's like, "Bitch, I've been this way. Like, yeah, I speak English. Fuck is you talking? Right, I speak. Right, I speak English because you know I need to." And also, it's important. And also, like, I'm intelligent. You can be intelligent and exactly. love, love, like, hood shit at the same time. And I'm ratchet as fuck. What are you talking about? Right, yeah. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, I didn't think you could, like, get lit or be lit. It's like, nigga, I went to A&T. What, what the fuck did you think I did? Like, you created it. Right, like, <laughs> like who don't love fat ass? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, of course, like, with women in fact and, like, equal pay and, and consensualness and all that stuff, you know, <laughs> me too era and all that shit. You know, women are queens. Queens with fat asses are also queens with well. fat asses. Shut the fuck up. Now oh, we man, gotta end, this nigga finna do too fucking much. He finna put I'm his not doing too Drugs are wild, man. They have you saying wild shit on the podcast, man. No, I don't right. listeners, I haven't done any cocaine. That's I'm not rich and white, okay? I just have a fireball. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're fucking stupid. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> the whitest train that interview Whitney did with um with Wendy. They were like, have you ever done crack? She's like, I'd have made two to have ever smoked. Minute, to ever smoke crack is whack. I do you know what my favorite part about that statement is it's not like like more a normal person would be like a normal logical human being would say, I would never do that. That's awful. I would never destroy my body that way. Drugs are addictive, drugs are illegal. I'm I'm a I'm a role model. Kids look at me. She's just like, no, nah, I'm too rich for that shit. Yeah, nigga, smoke. Poor <laughs> coke. Right. I, I do lines. All right. I smoke. Right. All right. I go. Yes. Roll me a joint. Smoke a little coke in that bitch, and I smoke it out. Did you hear about my husband? He made like, fried chicken. You catch me smoking a crack pipe. You got me fucked up. Right. <laughs> oh shit. All right, guys, let's call it. This has been an episode four of uh, Try Blacker, a.k.a. Three Broke Niggas. Um, we appreciate you listening to our uh, drunken high banners, and I say hi because, you know, Jordan did lines of coke. Um, <laughs> as I think one day we're going to do a little all of us, like, blazed out of our mind. And when I say blazed, I mean drunk because I don't smoke. 
Um, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Definitely. No, I'm I'm down. I'm definitely yeah, fucking definitely. Uh, Nori got his podcast. Oh yeah, drunk champs. Drink champs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's it called? Drink champs. Drink champs. Yeah. We're gonna do our own champs version one of these days. We got to do it together. Like we got in the same space when we do that. One. So that's gonna be epic. Yeah. Now we're well. We appreciate y'all listening. Um, we'll be back with follow up. That's going to be a little more political. This is going to be political. You might even find this boring, but we don't really give a fuck. You're going to listen anyway. We appreciate y'all listening. Um, feel free to uh, follow us on Instagram, our individual Instagrams, because we don't have a joint one yet. Because I'm, um, what's our Instagram handle? Uh, C Note 577. Who? C Note 577. Oh. I, mean, I thought you said. <laughs> He's a fucking Jackson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I ain't fucking with Joe. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so my IG is I'm underscore Jordan esque. That's J O R D A N E S Q U E, as in akin to greatness and perfection in every way possible. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of great memes, listeners. If you like that shit, shut up. Um, oh, you found my best memes on Facebook. Trying to fight Jordan because Jordan's always fucking shit up. That's neither here nor there. My Instagram handle is Nick underscore nice with like three e's. That's N I C K underscore N I C. N wait it's N I C K underscore. Oh my god. <laughs> Nigga. Oh. oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys did this or not. I went ahead and I put I put the link for the podcast in my Instagram bio. So y'all should do that too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And uh y'all already follow us on Facebook, so because a lot of y'all listeners are my Facebook friends, but nobody else listens to us. Um we appreciate y'all either way. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for we love y'all. That's it. Welcome home. Yeah, have a great week, guys. Hopefully, you get paid soon. I get paid tomorrow. I mean, I'm in the listeners, but I hope you guys. I, I, I just got paid. Yeah, Corey, fuck you. <laughs>